0: Hi. Welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 21, Jesus Bible, NIV edition. We will review key takeaways and we end our session with a short prayer. So let us get started. The birth of Isaac. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. Hagar and Ishmael sent away. The child grew and was weaned, and on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that woman's son would never share an inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down, about a bowshot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die, and as she sat there she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, her mother got a wife for him from Egypt. The Treaty at Beersheba At that time, Abimelech and Fickle, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me in the country where you now reside as a foreigner the same kindness I have shown to you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had ceased. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. And the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, Accept these seven lambs, from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the eternal God, and Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. This is the end of Genesis chapter 21. So we see here that God continues to relate or narrate the story of Abraham in the early days before he actually had a great nation before him. And so in the very beginning when Isaac is born, we also see that Ishmael has been driven away along with his mother Hagar. And God has done astonishing things. He has brought into existence a son that he has given Abraham and Sarah after Abraham was 100 years old and Sarah was 90 years old. So God seems to do the impossible in order to fulfill his promise. And it's the same pattern that we're going to find with Jesus. God basically does the humanly impossible. He sends a son that is born out of a virgin and conceived by the holy spirit and he sends this son to us in order to deliver his promise of salvation just like he promised abraham that he would create a great nation and that through that nation the salvation of the world would come and through that lineage jesus is then brought forth to us So, let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word today. Thank you for teaching us that your promises always come true, that no matter how impossible it may seem, your promises hold true for all of eternity. And, Lord, all we have to do is accept your word. Believe in your word. Believe in your son, Jesus. Believe in the purpose and the promise you made us through him. That through Jesus, our faith in him, that through that faith, we will gain our eternal salvation. And that through that faith, all of our sins will be washed away so that we could stand in front of you. And so, Lord, cleanse our hearts. Show us that inner workings of our hearts let us see who we truly are so that we can repent so that we can know how broken how simple how weak how feeble we really are and so that we can put all of our strength and all of our faith in you because we know by ourselves we are nothing we cannot achieve anything but if we just believe in your son We can achieve everything, and all the promises you have given us will be fulfilled. So Lord, send us your Holy Spirit. Allow us to breathe again so that we can go about fulfilling your purpose in our life today, so that we can go about taking your word to others who need to hear that word, so that we can share the love that you gave us freely We can share that love freely with others so that we can show patience and kindness to others who may not deserve it but neither do we and and you give it to us freely you give us your love your patience your grace and we are undeserving so we likewise are to do the same with others whether we think they deserve it or not we are to show them love acceptance and kindness We are to reflect your true purpose, your true being, which is nothing but love. So, Lord, we thank you for your graciousness, for not giving us justice, what we deserve, but for giving us forgiveness and grace. We ask this in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 21. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.